Let me get this around the nation on Triple M. Just polite applause this morning, Richard, okay. for myself, Tony Martin. Is that what I've got? No, I've got some kind of lurky. I haven't missed a show yet, so damn it, I'm here. I don't know how much I can say, but I'll be speaking nonetheless. So uh, that polite that applause was so Sheffield Shield. It certainly was. Like Joe Angel, just taking three for 86. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Teaming in. A lot of uh, interest in your Sheffield Shield challenge. We'll be talking about that later. Hey, I had to go and see a doctor on the weekend. No, do I sound different? This sort of sounds slightly weird, don't I? Just bring a leather jacket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bringing fashion to the studio. That's what we're doing later, too. Because it's always fashion week here at Triple M. You know it. Isn't it? <laughs> Man. It certainly will be. See the shirt Richard's wearing. What's wrong with this shirt? well for the last nine years. <laughs> it's as if. In 1986, you know, bought a penguin shirt and thought, geez, these last pretty well. Yeah. And then it's just, it was started out navy blue and through years and years of washing, mm-hmm. it's sort of been degraded into a, what would you call that, sort of a baby blue. It's a washed out. Uh, washed out. To me, it looks like you've broken out of prison in a laundry van and you've improvised. <laughs> What's your problem? Uh, so I've gone and seen a doctor, I had to go to, not my normal doctor, the weekend doctor. Oh, yeah. And I'm going, yeah, cowboy. <laughs> And he said, so what do you do? I go, oh, I work at uh, Triple M. He's going, right, what do you do there? And I go, oh, it's a show. I know. You go, oh, here we can. Come stroll. And then he goes, what sort of show? And I go, well, it's kind of a comedy show. And he goes, here's one for you. We <laughs> straight into it. Oh, yeah. Not room for a blind card in that gap. <laughs> old Mrs. Schwartz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taking on a joke that begins with old Mrs. Schwartz. She's walking through the zoo. A snow leopard leaps over the fence and savages her to death. Yeah. So old Jaime Schwartz, and he gets to that point, Ooh. and he looks at me, and this look of terror comes in his eyes, and he goes, oh, hang on, mate, you're not Jewish, are you? Because <laughs> there's that sort of wearing glasses, slightly Woody Allen-looking, could possibly be Jewish. Yeah, really. And I said, no, no, I'm not. So it was fine, and the joke continued, and it wasn't as offensive as I thought it was going to be. How did it end? I mean, I... Mm. Well, well, what does Jaime Schwartz make of the, uh, his dead wife and the leopard? Let's just say he likes his money, that Jaime Schwartz. Oh, interesting angle. I'm not going to go any further. <laughs> but, you know, I just for once wish I'd had the guts to say, yes, I am Jewish, yeah. and my mother was killed by a snow leopard at the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't do it. It's a true story. Anyway, uh, what has been happening over the weekend? What about the bloke who stole the tank? That should be up when these guys do that. He's going to be on most outrageous behaviour for the next 30 years. Well's wildest police videos. <laughs> this guy's just bought himself a ticket to the movies and to jail. <laughs> Love that guy. It says the tank was allegedly stolen from A1 lift truck services where it was available for hire and was popular with students who used it for school formals. Legends. Is that true? Yeah. If you're going to get crash, Abrams thanks the best way to do it. Just for school in general, I reckon. Just for dealing with bullies. <laughs> I've got a tank now. All right, all right. Uh, he's been charged with predatory driving. Predatory? Predatory driving? What is that? He wasn't lurking in the bushes. <laughs> Jesse Ventura anywhere near, nearby? Or Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, get a tank. Ideal for stalking that difficult ex-girlfriend. <laughs> get her attention. Increase your predatory behaviour. Uh, his neighbours, the bloke, the alleged bloke, mm. his alleged neighbours said he had allegedly been a technician for telecom, now Telstra, mm. uh, who received a compensation payout about 15 years ago after a head injury. No, I'm not saying that there's any connection. But isn't that the great Australian dream? To get hit in the head on the job <laughs> and get a pension for the rest of your life? Another head injury. Is that the Australian dream now? Sure is. I thought it was a weekend with Crystal from Zoo magazine. According, well, according to Zoo, it is. Okay, absolutely. Wow. So... So he's gone around just knocking over mobile phone power. Legend. <laughs> with purpose. Apparently causing uh, a massive 15% drop in drug deals and inane conversations about Kyle's appearance on Big Brother. <laughs> that industry was winged for the night. Oh, man. And how did they stop him in the capsicum spray? How did they get up? They chucked a couple of capsicum bombs through the, one of the slots on the side mm-hmm. of the tank. There's a design flaw. <laughs> I'm assuming maybe there wasn't capsicum spray back at World War II or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that is that our man of the year? No, hang on. Yeah. Hang on. How much sunscreen did he drink? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that case isn't close. Yeah, I bet someone else has done it. I was telling that story over the weekend uh, at a party, whatever, yeah. and, uh, and I was talking to a girl. A girl, Richard. Really? An actual girl. A real girl. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> the story I'll see you all about it later on. I'll post it on my MySpace if you want to read about it. And uh, 
So I said, oh, what about that guy Steve Johnston? We're talking about footballers. He drank some sunscreen. She said, yeah, I've done that. What do you mean? Really? So I was on my roof, I was on my roof nude, full man, and uh, I drank some of that coconut oil <laughs> that you put on yourself. I said, how was it? It tasted like Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot more to that story. It's amazing, isn't it? A lot more. Right? Hey, there's a lot more to get to. That many fingers. Is that how long we've been talking? More coming up on Get There. Nice Thank you. The androids all of love here again. This a revelation on Triple M. It's a bit Tron, that ending. <laughs> wow. It's a sort of journey, man. <laughs> it was so modern when it came out, Tron. You've got no idea, Ed. How innovative it was when it came out. Blue our lights. Oh, yeah. Heads. It was, we're going, this will never be topped. It still looks pretty good. Yeah. And they were able to read their uh, credit card signatures in almost every scene. What? Well, that lighting. <laughs> 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 yeah. The whole thing was lit by those great lights from the bank. Sorry, I'm not 100% today. I'm wacky on the antibiotics, but I'm here, damn it. I like it. People have been calling up Glenn, just one of many, saying the bloke has stole a tank. It's not a tank, it's an APC. What? It's an army personnel carrier. It's got those treads on it. It's got a big gun hanging out the front. It's not a tank. That's a tank, dude. We're losing listeners here, Ed. For not knowing what an APC is. If you're in the war and it was running over you, mm. and you went, I'm being crushed by a tank. Another bloke, it's not a tank, it's an APC. That's what you get. Please don't come after us, Glenn, if you're living in a bunker. No. Yeah, go for the phone towers. Leave us alone. <laughs> what else? I see uh, down in Victoria, you've got, uh, I'm sure everyone's talked about this, uh, Premier Steve Brax's son Uh-oh. went on a three-day drinking beer. Oh, no. Now, it's all been covered, nothing new to say there, except I love how he basically provided blow-by-blow um, blow coverage on his own mic space. Did you that? Brilliant. So this, uh, I'm having a few drinks tomorrow night to make Thursday come quicker. Right. Mm-hmm. Nick Brax on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Then at 5.23 on Wednesday, he posted, Jason! I'm pissed right now! Yeah, man. Uh, Jason with 20 S's. That's a sunscreen talking. <laughs> I reckon he's hit the sunscreen a little bit too early. <laughs> so you're really pissed, but you've got time to... Yeah, that's important information you have to get onto the MySpace. Shout out to Jay. Walking Van Halen might want to know what you're doing. You're right, now you're pissed, chicks. But then, this has just made... Nick Brax more popular because uh, subsequently posted on his MySpace. <coughs> Pardon me. Says Bianca, 24. Oh, man. You are naughty, famous, and hot. Oh, yeah. These lessons to be learned for our politicians. <coughs> Getting on to MySpace. Kevin Rudd. Hey, Swanee. I'm so pissed right now. <laughs> People post you on Rudd's site. Mr. Rudd, you are naughty, famous, and hot. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, I heard it. What did you spot on the weekend? Boxed up. Uh, uh, I spent a lot of time watching the CI Network. Oh, yes. yes we do. And I watched Knowing Me, Knowing You, the old Alan Partridge DVD. Oh, brilliant. Given to me by Richard Marvin. Yeah. Yeah. Went out on Saturday night. <laughs> what happened? Oh, man. Uh, anything for the MySpace? Woo! Plenty for the MySpace. Can I say too much? Uh, and then I was at the gym yesterday, mm. riding home, and it just says, I've got this sort of map of neighborhood cats from the gym to my house, which I try and, you know, pat, as, <laughs> like, as it were. And there's this one which is always hanging around on like a little on a mailbox, starting uh, itself. It's not charging money, I hope. No, 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 no. I'm not paying money. Uh, and it was there, and I thought, oh, here we go, this is going to be good times. But around the corner came four top sides, like proper. But when I was young, I thought I was tough as well. And these guys were full, yeah. two packs of core, T-shirts, you know, interesting haircuts with lines down the side. Because yeah. they have the music down there, and then, well, I think we not a lot of walk clicking going on. That's what Dan's Enough with the butterfly knife, guys. More of this. I mean, they look like they're off to a dance fight with the sharks. Mind you, but we're even wussier than a dance fight. Anyway, and they were walking along, tough as you like, tough as you like. Yeah. They walked past, and one of them went back and patted the cat. Oh, yeah, that's beautiful. A ruffian with a heart of gold. Oh, it's so good. Near to Wells. What about Chopper Reed? Did you see him on the Sunday? Oh, Uncle Chop Chop. They had footage of him Mm -hmm. sitting in his flat watching Heath Franklin doing Chopper Reed. And he's, you know, Heath Franklin basically shilling for Chopper-style ringtones. Yes. And Chopper Reed's not getting a cut of it. Uh Uh-oh. I don't think you want to be on the wrong side of Chopper Reed. And the interviewer, the interviewer was, uh, you know, because every time Chopper Reed gets interviewed, that I sound, I'm sounding it's that Neville Rand, but I'm going to forge on. Oh, don't. Every time Chopper Reed gets interviewed, uh, a new guest seems to 
come out. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's always got a few in reserve. Oh, yeah. Plenty in the tank. And uh, this is uh, a death. I think he'd seen someone being hung yeah. uh, in prison. Check this out. You know, a 13-year-old boy seeing a, a bloke hang himself. I didn't see him hang himself. No, I saw him hang in. Hang in. I saw him hang in. Hang in from uh, God knows what from the ceiling. Yeah, so I don't think he was in prison at 13. No. I may have got that wrong. But nonetheless, here's something. This is what the interviewer said next. This is something I don't think you should say if you're standing next to Chopper Reed. I'm just going to take a wild stab at you, Mark. But do you reckon that incident... <laughs> don't do that! <laughs> don't say I'm going to take a wild stab here. I've made this shift, Chop. Um, I thought I might just have a crack at you, if that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we need something for the promo. Mate, all these sound bites don't work. We need a little bit of footage. Oh, look, you know, we haven't had a single exclusive interview so far. Well, until now. One next. Until now. Until Richard and I uh, speak to Enrique, Enrique Inglésius' manhood. <laughs> next, I'll get this. <laughs> Maybe if I just talk really quietly like this for the whole show, go a bit boring. Hey, and there you go. Thrill seekers. Yes, get this. Uh, brought to you by the Nissan Navara with its increased pulling and coughing power this morning. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be stopped though. I'm going to keep talking no, rubbish. No, no, no. Important issues to cover off on. A lot of people calling in Mark Mazzino for one thing. Tony. It's Norks, not Norgs. Yeah, with a K at the end. Well, see, in New Zealand, it's Norgs. Mm-hmm. Have I brought that? Have I attempted to import that into yeah. this country? No, no, I always thought it was Norgs as well. Look, and Nicky Hamilton, our producer, has finally been lured into our... Brilliant. Into our squad of Norgs. <laughs> it's Norgs. She's voting for Norgs. With a G. Norgs. Yeah. Yeah. doesn't have any ring to it. Yeah, but Norgs has my vote as well. No one wants to see any Norgs. You want to see Norgs? <laughs> Where do you go for them? Zoo magazine has arrived. Yeah. Uh, the booty bank. No, no one from uh, none of our listeners have got their asses to the booty bank yet. Oh, and hey, that might be my fault because I haven't loaded that uh, sketch of Richard's face up onto the website yeah. just yet. I have to find somewhere to load it. Yeah, I know. Our website's so confusing. Mm. We'll give that a go. Crystal's page today. Is this every week? Does it begin every week with a letter that says, "Dear Crystal, mm. I'm thinking of having a threesome." Mm-hmm. My girlfriend isn't into it. Mm-hmm. Should I let it go, or is there a chance it could still happen? <laughs> Any tips? <laughs> and, uh, oh, look, Crystal, just, your girlfriend is imaginary. And just just waffles around. See, Crystal, why do people say hot chicks are dumb? Says Steve of Colac. Steve replies, Crystal, well, we know that's not true. I can read and write, can't I? Well, that puts me at least with the second graders, so <laughs> probably that, you lot. See, <laughs> Crystal. I'm having trouble coming up with an ending to my new book of prize-winning novels, Selman Rushdie. Can you help me? <laughs> well, maybe consider multiple narrators and a boob job. Right, it's a J.D. Salinger. No, not. <laughs> no, because I think you'll find. Uh, is it time for an exclusive interview with Cavalier? Oh, is it what? Uh, as we now have, have in Famous Magazine this week, Tony, as you'd be well aware, mm-hmm. uh, Enrique Iglesias has been unzipped. Yeah. Finally. And uh, he talks about his on-again, his on-again off-again relationship with Anna Kornikova, mm-hmm. his missing mole, uh, and, and most importantly, he clears up rumours about the size of his manhood. Oh. Now, we have obtained the only exclusive interview with Enrique Iglesias' manhood. Enrique Iglesias' manhood, thank you for joining us. Hola. Would you like to clear up the rumours about your size? It is like throbbing tree stump. Is that an exact quote from the article? No. Well, what does he say about it in the article? Well, I, I didn't get that far. <laughs> you try getting past that picture. That's true. You know the, kind of, you know the picture I'm talking about, this nurse, where there's a man who's kind of slightly biting his teeth together and looking at you like, oh, come to my villa. Let's cover ourselves in oil while I sing to you and you wish, you know, no, I don't. Punch yourself to death. I think it was rather than listening to the whole album. Don't you look a bit like that on your own MySpace page? <laughs> I am not that windswept. What did you think of that interview, Mr. Prime Minister? No, no that wasn't funny at all. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> this, uh, over the weekend, a new exercise bike for kids to use in front of a television has come under fire from a childhood expert. Good idea. The Fisher-Price Smart Cycle. Yep allows children to pedal their way through virtual yeah. mountains, fields, roads, and ride with virtual friends on the screen. Yep. 
So rather than get out and drive down a real road on your bike with some real friends in front of the telly, mm. the virtual road, the virtual tree, the much, virtual friend. Much better. Is that a good idea? Yep. I think the answer is obvious. What they need to do is hook the exercise bike up to the normal TV to make it so the TV only works when the child is pedaling. <laughs> Isn't that the way to tackle obesity? Absolutely. It's a brilliant, it's a brilliant idea. So if that little kitty wants to watch Blue's food, mm-hmm. he has to pedal for it. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. If you're pedaling through virtual trees, you're in need of some virtual bullying on the dead thing. <laughs> Okay, we've covered the norks, not norks debate. Mm-hmm. Important stuff. But what about things? You know, we're always talking about stuff you watch on this show. Yeah. YouTube, mm. DVD, the mm. telly. Mm. What about things you can't watch? Yeah, what do you just. Yeah. Let's talk about that next. It's the kind of desperate you try to avoid. <laughs> Around the nation. Yes, it is on Triple M with myself, Tony Martin, sounding a tad Dr. Melfi off the soprano this morning. <laughs> Looking a tad Dr. Melfi with the leather jacket. Why not? Uh, forging on. Fashion in the next hour. But uh, hey, what about to get this podcast that forges on no matter what condition the participants are in? Number is up there now. What's in there? Oh, well, this Ed's exclusive interview with Gretel Colleen. Oh, yes. Alan Bro's in there. Peter Costello on drugs. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Details of uh, Tony Martin's funny man feud. And, of course, uh, the shallow end. A bit of show business talk. Mm, uh, all right. People wanting to know where is the sketch about life on Mars that show on the ABC. Yeah. When we went back to the 14th century with uh, D.I. Tyler. That's on podcast 100. To go back into the files, podcast 100. They're all up on the Triple M website. What's the address? Triple M.com.au. Or you can go to iTunes, where something weird's happening every time we add one at the top, mm. like one of those pencils where you put a lead in at the top and one drops out at the bottom, they start disappearing. I think mm. we've lost a couple from the bottom. Is that so? So, like number one and two and three? Yeah, I think it's like there's only room for 101. We'll find out what's going on there, don't worry, listeners. But, Richard. I know you had a look at Podcast 103. What did you think? Well, I've got a... to obtain lemons. To obtain the honey, she had to raid Fitzy from the Melbourne Cage's uh, stash. Firstly, yeah. hive. So I don't know what's going on. It's hive. Yeah. The triple M hive. <laughs> and then to obtain lemons, she's climbed over the back fence of a property adjoining the station and stole them. And the farmer's taking pot shots at him. Rifle. That's called scrumping. Scrumping? That's what that's called. She's come back with some scrap metal as well, which is nice. Beautiful. So, triple M. Stealing from their neighbours. Hey, that's what we do. You get to anything to get the shows to air. Hey, let's climb up Talkback Mountain. That's a bonita lemon drink. What does that mean? No, no, it needs more honey. I think oh, right. Cecilia's coming in. He's on the case. Brody, it's off. Right, uh, what are we doing here? Things you can't watch. Now, what can you not waste on? Well, thank you, Cecilia. You just work on my condiments. <laughs> no, that's all right. Talk to Richard. Wow, Fitzy gets the good stuff, doesn't it? Is that Birchwood? This is illegally imported. Really? From uh, hives in Pakistan. Oh, Jesus, like that. Um, now, what she's on a bit. See, the problem is, watching honey come out of its little squeeze pack is hypnotic. Everyone's just stopped and waiting. Come on, Tony, you're gonna have to give it more. This is okay. Oh, what are you doing? Good. What are you doing? I don't know. This has got the good stuff, Maybe. obviously. How much food is closed, Tony? What about our producer? How much food has she got? More than me these days. More than me. What's that about? When's this baby? Tony, give me that. Give me that honey. You talk about the phone topic. I'll do this. Okay, today we're playing. What can't you watch? Yeah. Now, why are we doing this? Is this, has there been something so horrible that you couldn't watch it? Was it Kyle on Big Brother last night? Oh, it tough going. But, uh, years of Galen desensitized me to such things. But what, what, we watch the CI network at home, right? On the yeah, Fox cool, show. Sure. There you go, Tony. Thank you very much. Multi-parking. And uh, there's this show called Autopsy. Oh, oh, the no. Op- the opening shot. Don't watch that. It's just severed torsos. Yeah. yeah. 
a go-go at dinner time, mm-hmm. and uh, my flatmate loved it. And I just, I can't. Well, look, actually, I can watch it. He gets very squirmish about it. Yeah. But we have a deal because I can't watch kissing scenes in TV and movies. Mm-hmm. The, the, minute, right. the minute people look like they're going to get it, get it going. I just, it just, it makes me sick. This is why you were so anti the Transformers movie. Yes, yes. How many kissing scenes are there in Autopsy? Because <laughs> apart from Mordnogs, I don't know. <laughs> because these CSI shows, they desensitise people to Autopsy. But still, you know, people going the patch is just, I can't, it's just, it, you never believe that they actually like each other, mm. right? And you know that they're just, it's just, it, it makes me sick. Yeah, I find what, what's even worse than the autopsies on these CSI shows is just the constant semen talk. You know yeah. that? Everything. It's licensed to talk about semen. Every crime scene's just got a bucket of semen thrown over the top of it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that, listeners. <laughs> but you know what we're talking about if you watch the shows. He's quite right. Yes. Okay. Okay. What can't you watch? Here's one from years ago. Remember the comedy company? Yeah. Not the comedy company as a whole. Okay. The scenes where Ian McFadden was in bed with Marianne Faith, and he always had the tits out. Did you know that he just wanted to call up the station and go, get that sheet up about six more inches, badges. We don't need to see the man boobs. That one, like 20 years later, that's still stuck in my head. Burn the old retinas. Something I cannot watch. Fair enough. And I have a problem with syringes. Now, for someone who has to have massive amounts of blood taken out yeah. by a syringe, this is my inordinate iron levels, mm. but I don't watch when they're doing that. I've usually got Zoo magazine oh, yeah. doing that. But on TV, always they have to show needles going. I know. I can't watch that. I can't. Yeah, neither can I. Autopsies. Man boobs. People passing on. What else can't you watch, Mr. McDowell? I'm going to call you Mr. McDowell. Oh dear, oh dear. I must be ill. David Rattenborough, what would you like to do? David Rattenborough? What was that character? The guy who works at the morgue. Constantly ratting the corpses. David Rattenborough, there he comes. And no, I have a fear of heights. And so whenever I watch, especially that scene of Ferris Bueller's Day Off where they stand up on that little podium and lean against the pane of glass. There's no way that I can't watch that. And also, like, Entourage. I know, I know uh, I've talked about this before, and I do like Entourage a lot of it, but there's just too much product placement. It's oh, clear yeah. that, uh, yeah. you know, to offset some of the pro- costs of Deadwood and the Sopranos here, HBO have had to, you know, make some money off the product placement. Because yeah. it's hard to slip an iPod into Deadwood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can to Yahoo.com <laughs> in, in Deadwood. Sure. So there's just too much product placement for me to get. Product placement, you're not digging. Take the product placement out and I'll, I'll, I'll enjoy the show okay. a lot more. Something I can't watch anymore... Cartoon movies where Robin Williams is doing the voices. I'm sick of them. Aladdin. No, see, I, I like Aladdin. I didn't mind Aladdin when well, it came out. But there's always in that the dancing penguin one. See an Abbey thing. I think he does like more than one voice. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> For my life. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's just me. No, no. I find it hard to watch Rove since. Uh, Richard Martin was uh, white-handed out, of possibly due to his own big noting, mm. lack of talent or so on. Were you on last night? Because I'm enjoying both this year. I think they've improved it. No, absolutely nothing last night. Nothing. Quite disappointing. Wow. But, uh, you know, you never know. It's a long year. Mm. Are you the only one not going to New York with them? <laughs> I'm one of the sure. being left behind. Go on, is it? Yeah. It's blown up in your face. Yeah, we're going to no. New York, Rich. Yep. Yeah, I'm still here. You're in the office. No, no, we're in New York. I'm committed to this show. All right, what yeah. can't you watch? Maybe it's Tony Martin wearing tights. Or thank God you're here. <laughs> Something I have a lot of trouble with myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give us a call. One triple three five three. talking rubbish with you in no time, people. <laughs> That's what we do. We sit here and we leap through the zoo magazine on a Monday and uh, I just discovered that they chose the new Pussycat doll, right. Paris Hilton's friend. And then, of course, the zoo magazine have got and she's done a sex tape. Got my vote. Nikki Hamilton not impressed, our producer. Mm. She she's a bit of a bitch. How <laughs> <laughs> on? None of us were asked to be on the selection committee for the new Pussycat Doll, were we? No, I mean, I auditioned um, Did you? for the actual role. What about a new member of Human Nature? Nature? That'd be a good radio promotion. Great. <laughs> Rubbing shoulders with Toby. Oh. It's time for Mother's Day. Wow. Where would Mother's Day be without Human Nature? Mm. It'd be shot. <laughs> I love that. Our producer turns up our nose at us looking at the Norgs. Mm. That's right, Norgs. Not Norgs. Norgs. Whatever. In Zoo magazine. But then seems to have an opinion yeah, about on the, yeah. which of the uh, new pussycat dolls is yeah. the best. 
Uh, we're playing no predictions, Nikki. Let's sign them out. Why don't you watch? What can you simply not watch, listeners? Who's going first? Hello, Drew. Oh, hi. How are you going? Wow. Uh, no, good. And what can you not watch? Uh, any movie, particularly romantic comedies, where they insist on having, like, fully live birth sets. The worst offender at the moment is Knocked Up. <laughs> But you are. But I just don't think you can get around that thing. If somebody's having a baby, and the movie's about having a baby, yeah, but you don't need to see it. They no. can be in the waiting room with cigars. They don't need to be in there yeah, with the waiting room with cigars. Very good. Now, Drew, I had a uh, I had a PE teacher that used to double as the sex ed teacher when I was at school, and every time it rained, we knew what was coming. <laughs> We had to sit in a room and watch his tape of birth. Oh, that's just wrong. 35 minutes of birth with you, everyone. Rubber face, which was this kid whose face, you go, that kid doesn't have a face. Boing. Oh, there it is. Popped out. Gee, are you glad you didn't go to that school? Unbelievable. Oh, absolutely. That's really, that's scarring for life. I don't want kids anyway, but that kind of thing, I think I might have done something a little more drastic about it. That's a very odd. Did he wind it back? Here he comes again. Old rubber face. Like, hard to get it. There he is again. Thank you, Drew. Okay. Josh? Hi, fellas. How are we? Excellent. What can you watch? Uh, I stumbled across a show on MTV a couple of weeks ago. It's called Scarred. Basically, what it is, it's a whole heap of injuries caused by skateboarding and BMX biking. <laughs> smashing on concrete and massive cuts requiring hundreds of stitches. And this is called Scarred. Yes, it's on MTV. And Josh, do they have the down sound effects? No, sadly not. Uh, no funny voiceover either. No funny voiceover. You've got to have Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, Josh. The, uh, the compound fracture, which is when the bone sticks out of the skin, mm. is the most squirmish of all injuries. Mm. All right. We're ranking injuries <laughs> now. Get this. Is that what we do? Thank you, Josh. Hello, James. How are you? James, how are you? You know, mate, what can you not watch? Uh, Grey's Anatomy or Ugly Betty. <laughs> Is someone forcing you to sit through these shows? Yes, my younger sister. All right. Tell me something, James. Uh, yeah. In the McDreamy McSteamy debate, where do you stand? Uh, no comment. Brilliant. Outside with a copy of Zoo. Yeah. What would you rather be watching at that time? Anything on CI Network. Uh, uh, CI Network. Autopsy. Is, it, is that uh, at the same time as 60 Minutes? Which one? The, C, the CI Network's on? The, the whole oh. Ugly Betty business. Ugly Betty, yeah. I think I what, was on, what were you telling me was on 60 Minutes last night, Mr. Martin? Um, there was a story on the pyramids. Yes. And also um, on uh, the Choir of Hard Knocks. No, there's another one you were telling me. Jeff Clark. Jeff Clark, yeah. yeah. There's some great football footage there. Some fantastic football footage of him in Warrnambool just king hitting about nine or ten guys wow. in this amazing grand final. The rest of the story pretty unsavoury, mm. but some pretty good funniest home video footage in that grand final. Yeah. Can I ask James, would you rather watch uh, Jeff Clark headbutting people for an hour or Ugly Betty? Uh, Jeff Clark. There you go. There's the show. Great Channel 9 special. Hello, Networks. Get to work on that one. Thank you, Jeff. Hello, Brett. How are you going? What can you not watch, my friend? Uh, Death Becomes Her with Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn. Oh, it's a bit like the next one. And that's just multiple neck breaking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it, but it's funny. Uh, it's funny, Brett, because when uh, I think the Goldie Hawn's head turns right around, oh, that you know, makes me cringe even when you talk about but it. Brett, it still looks more realistic than the Fantastic Four guy. Oh, that was actually. <laughs> it looks more realistic than the plastic surgery she has now. Wow. <laughs> Poor Shadow Bird. I think it's the sound too. It is that crunch. Yeah. It's a fun job to have making those sounds, but not so fun to watch. Are you um, are you at home today, Sticky Sober? Yeah, no, I've got the day off, so I'm just watching DVDs. Oh, what's on the pile? Uh, I've already watched The Ringer. Oh, with Johnny Knoxville? Yeah. No good? Uh, it's all right. Yeah, 
it's all right. right. It's, just, you know, it's one of the better pretending to be retarded movies out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a bit of a Rocky movie for plastics, actually. And double feature, what's coming next? Uh, Saw 3, I'd say. Saw 3, oh, all right. 20 minutes new footage. Okay, so you can't handle the gory footage in Scary Movie 4 or a Goldie Horn film. No, just, just the cracking noises. Okay, oh, yeah, and I'm sorry, not your own league. Fine, all right, well, uh, have fun. Thank you very much. Hello, Penny. Hello. What can you not watch? I can't watch reality TV shows where they make the contestants eat things like fish eyes and bull's testicles. There's obviously a huge supply of these testes for these programs. Oh, we're oversupplied. I'm picturing a uh, testy caddy like the, uh, you know, the cab driver has for his coin. Just flip a few more out. A spending machine. I think it's the medication speaking. I don't know why. I'm picturing that. disgusting. All right, then. Thank you, Penny. Thank you, everyone that called in. I don't believe it. It's never happened before. Yeah. We're actually running to time. Yeah. And when? What else has never happened before? And Greg Fleet is actually here. Can you help us? Um, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I watched uh, a show last night called uh, Clarky Clark on the Park After Dark. That was pretty good. <laughs> yes, obviously the key to the new TV season is more Jeff Clark. Yeah, absolutely. And I can see what you're thinking. I wouldn't go saying it in this time slot. Yeah, more Greg Fleet in the next hour. It couldn't possibly be the work of mere mortals. <laughs>
Uh, you might find the fleet man lowering his standards and standing on the street. Hey, oh, please, girl. <laughs> please, I don't want to do it to three people. <laughs> and we've talked about it before. If people haven't been there, I mean, it's hard to explain just how many shows there are. There's something like 1,500 comedy yeah. shows on it. I think this year it's 2,000. 2,004 or something like that. But is there just, yeah. I mean, where is there rooms for all these shows. I mean, people must be having shows in their yeah, front room. People do. They do shows in bizarre places. Like, you know, some do a show in a telephone booth and still like, some do a show in a car. Uh, right. And the shows just go all day. Like, the first yeah. show will be 11.30 in the morning and yeah. one venue will have 20 shows on. Yep. They go. It's, uh, it's flat out. And, uh, and it's, you know, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's an amazing place to be. I know for me in the past, like, this year, I don't particularly think my show's going to go through the roof. I'm not going to win any awards or anything like that. But, to me, it's about getting revitalised, and uh, and it really is inspiring to be around that many good acts. Mm-hmm. You actually, you know, it is, it is inspiring when you've been over there. It is inspiring to get to be around so many great acts and stand with them as they read the reviews, going, "How did he get four stars?" Yeah, that's inspiring. And uh, you get the odd person who gets, uh, you know, every now and then you get someone who gets like a three star review. And everyone photos copies their reviews and sticks them up around the place to show people. Like, you get the odd person getting like a three star review. Another star to it, and oh, then bring it up around there. That was a story a few years ago. It happens every now and then, you know, someone will just, just get tried on, but because comics are so self obsessed, anyone who tries it on, they get caught straight. That's away. right, I remember after that happened, there were so many jokes about his new show, The Four Little Pigs. It's a bitchy old business, and yeah. when you're over there, we might get you to do some live crosses. Well, I'd love to do that. What time you'd have to be doing them, but... Uh, no, no, my reputation, it'd be more like live north. Yeah. Oh, oh, Just some of the gold he's exporting <laughs> to the other side of the world. Uh, more in a moment, I'll get this. Hey, yes, that's Lincoln Park here at Get This Around the Nation. Greg Fleet is sitting in. Just hello to anyone just waking up. I'm told that this is a breakfast show oh, yeah. for a lot of students and unemployed people. I like that. You know, you know, this week I've had about five people say to me, now, you know you're on on, uh, you know you're on, on Monday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. the, the I had one person offer to pick me up and drive me. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. If you're at that coffee shop again, I'll, pick you, I'll come by at the same time and pick you up and drive you. Well, the last time you were here, we we cleared up a few things. Uh, uh, the method by which you murdered Daphne on Neighbours. Uh-huh. Uh, other issues. I've, I've been maintaining that you threw a brick at her. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, though, is it, Chris? No, it's not true, but I wish it was. The half brick is the is such yeah. an Aussie weapon. That's right, the half house, half yeah. house brick. Are you going here? Oh, no, no, no. Our boys at Gallipoli had had half house bricks. Oh, that yeah. would have ended a lot differently. Well, because I was thinking that after that, we could bring out some, some merchandise. You're a hardware dog. In yeah. another incarnation. In uh, your home hardware. Yeah, the yeah. yellow dog. Yeah. Nothing like a, uh, a Greg Fleet signature half brick. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> you squeeze the brick in a certain way and it says stuff like, I'm wearing a moo-moo. <laughs> so me. Where's my jumper pants? <laughs> oh, we'll get to jumper pants, don't you worry. So many great credits from your past we seem to get through. Uh, everyone remembers you as Delivery Man number 2 in episode 517 of Prisoner. I yep. talked about that on uh, on radio in Canberra because the guy had heard it on here. Right. And, uh, and, and uh, it was a, a related station. Okay. And uh, he wanted to know about, you know, Delivery Man 2. And I explained it. He had a great song. He had a great song. Try and find Delivery Man 1. But I thought there's no way that guy would come forward and go, oh, I was Delivery Man 1. Wow. Especially after what you've said about exactly. it. Exactly. The bitterness. And the he's energy. doing Hamlet on Broadway, isn't he? Uh, <laughs> no, I think he's working in a ham and cheese <laughs> roll shop on Broadway in Sydney. <laughs> Sandwich maker number one, though. Oh, number one. I think you're fine if you check the script. Sandwich making number one, sandwich making number two. <laughs> and anyway, it wasn't like I was adding in lines of dialogue. It was, you know, it was a strict script, you know. It, was, it must have been, I must have been doing a bit of business. I must have been tapped out for a while he spoke, or, you know, juggling oranges or something. What's the new credits for me, Greg? Yeah, I've got any new ones to chat about. I'd love some new Well, you told us you, I don't remember you being in the comedy company. Yeah, I was in the comedy company. Really? I, I don't remember me being in Thank God You're Here. But people keep coming to me and saying, Oh, I saw you on Thank God You're Here. You're great. <laughs> who do they think you are? I don't know. Someone who was great. But <laughs> there's only one way to solve this, and that's to get me on Thank God You're Here. No, you yeah. need to walk through that door. Oh, I'd love to do it. I would love to do it. But they don't want me. You know what? 
Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I just hope you had something really funny to say. But, uh, clearly not. But you, what, what were you doing on the comedy? I don't really see oh, you in the comedy company. I was in it quite a few times. Uh, you know, like not not as a regular. Like, I didn't have a catchphrase. No, right. Which, yeah. My catchphrase, if I had one, would be "We're in the living room." That's just my. I just want that to be my catchphrase. <laughs> I just you know, like you walk in, like there's a scene going on with the mum and dad, and I walk in, walk in, open the door. They stop talking, everyone claps and cheers, yeah. and I just sort of stand there for a while waving, <laughs> and then coming and go, Mum and Dad, we're in the living room! <laughs> <laughs> exactly! Yeah. Yeah. Well, what sort of stuff uh, they have you doing on the comedy uh, The Probably the most memorable thing, uh, Shanky pointed out that I did a summer hairdresser sketch where I had, had a hairdryer as a, uh, as a gun. Right. Uh, but uh, when you saying you were in Bronx? Yeah, that was my, as I was going to say, that was my, my number one. Sketch was I was in a bra sketch with Peter Rosethorn, uh, which was a, a send up of one of their songs. And wow. I was the drummer, and I remember I had to play drums and at one stage, hit the drum, and my drumstick like flew away. It was like, whoa, crazy <laughs> drum. Uh, and we, was, we were on trampolines, you know, bouncing up and down. Peter Rosethorn, he's been on, thank God you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't put enough for Rosethorn. I think what the problem is, you just don't big note yourself enough, Greg. That's like, uh, Richard Martin uh, has a foolproof technique, and we've had a lot of requests to play this again because we can't put it on the podcast for copyright reasons. But what Richard will do is he'll just show up at an industry do or a function. He'll just target a big name. Oh. He's got, always got a guitar with him. Oh. He'll just walk up to someone and say, So as soon as the Anna Nicole Swift lyrics started, I went, ooh, this could uh, end in a strange way. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't there. Oh, they had an Anna Nicole plot on Law and Order last week. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was bizarre. Imagine if this, you know, was a sort of moving story, which was actually, at the time, I remember everyone laughing about it. <laughs> that was like a moving story. Imagine if it ended in murder. Oh. And you just go, all right, so imagine if it was just totally different than it really was. But it was it was too hard. You know, you couldn't take it seriously with uh, David Cross to buy it from Arista Development. No way. Like her manager. No way. <laughs> so they, 
<laughs> All right, we're going to talk fashion. We've been oh. for too long. That'll be it. <laughs> no, that wasn't funny at all. Let's get this on Triple M. My voice is almost completely back. Thanks to the magic uh, lemons stolen. By Cecilia on the phone. Mm. Where did you get them? From that street just there? We now have a option. That used to be my house. That lemon tree is, was the house that, uh, that, uh, that I lived in with my family, and people used to come all the time to get lemons. You used to live next door to Triple M. Yeah. Well, basically, I'd live just down that side street there, it's about five or six houses. And it still turned up late. Uh, no, back then I used to turn up on time. But you know what? The weird thing was, I had that. I got. I moved into that flat, and I thought, "Wow, I'm so close to Triple M now. I'll never be late." And then I got a job on trip on uh, in Adelaide. So I got a job on Triple M. Yeah, I love one. I live right next door. I went in Adelaide. Oh, all right. Well, uh, when Greg came in and oh, a few visits back, he launched this idea. <laughs> I mean, that jingle's become a ringtone now. We need a new jingle for that, I reckon. What, uh, the European one is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The European one was different. It was kind of... It was Jumpapanten, Jumpapanten, It's the fashion of the fountain, which basically meant that if fashion was a fountain, yeah. out of that fountain would come jump up there. I don't buy that. No, that's made up. Uh, it's made up. Totally made up. We right. need some new. I reckon the juice is almost uh, out of the jumper pants. Hank, we need some new fashion ideas. <laughs> around the house is just uh, turn your jacket inside out. Oh, yeah, I've done that. Turn your jacket inside out, create a new yeah. liner-style jacket. Yeah. There's a liner on the outside. That's a bit of fun. Turn your jacket inside out, give the ladies something to talk about. Inside out jacket. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's got a bit of a speed to feel about it, that idea. You turn it inside out. I'll tell you what is really amazing, and I've done this. I had my mum... My mother's, uh, I think it was a rabbit fur, I'm not sure, but it was a fur coat. Yes, yep. Turned yep. that inside out, no shirt, put it on. It's the weirdest kind of sleepiest feeling because you've got this weird sort of fur. It is amazing, the feeling. But it also involves killing animals. Yeah, well, there you go. So this was back in the day when it was, uh, it was still cool to kill your animals. When it was fashionable. I wore it to a school function in uh, 1979. Uh, I wore the, uh, the pair of pants and the inside out. So okay, I really did look very, I looked very Rolling Stones, early Rolling Stones. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've got some lady action. Oh, man. Let me tell you. Oh, man. Well, what else can get you? Some lady action in Cavalier. Now, the reason I bring this up is my new classmate, Vero, mm. uh, who's uh, a little bit of a girl's name. Oh. He came in the other, he's got long hair, and he came in the other day, and he took his headband off, and he put it on the table, and he walked out of the room. And I was smelling a bit, so I went over to have a quick look at it. And I thought, Looks like a regular headband. I came back in. I said, "Bro, what's uh, what have you? What's your headband? Like, it looks have you?" He said, "Oh, I made it. Uh, I had a pair of boxes that couldn't really be worn anymore. So oh, I cut, no. I cut around the crotch area because oh. uh, they're elasticized and just and oh, the gusset. Yeah, the gusset. Oh, gusset head. I cut out the gusset and uh, I used that as a uh, as a headband. You can't be wearing. You cannot go gusset head. That is wrong. Mr. Martin, what ideas are you cooking up down at your uh, evil Karl Lagerfeld-style fashion volcano? Oh. Phil Spencer, com- uh, Phil Spencer, com- uh, who's Phil Spencer? <laughs> Phil Spencer, he's, he's, a, he's a mixture between Phil Spencer and, oh, hello, Betty. <laughs> Frank Spencer. Yeah, Frank Spencer. Is- oh, I've run out of ammunition. Oh, she's got her own teeth on. <laughs> A friend of mine uh, doesn't like the way that his wife's Ugg boots scuff the carpet. Uh-huh. They sort of scuff the carpet and turn it the other way and make it look kind of dirty. Mm-hmm. So what he's forced her to do is wear uh, Explorer socks over the Ugg boots. Over the Ugg boots? Yes, over boots. Sock over boots. <laughs> So uh, when she walks around, she doesn't scuff the carpet in that particular pattern. So wow, that's bizarre. Explorer socks has first ever worn by Vasco de Gama. Vasco de Gama, he invented Explorer socks. Yeah, that's why they call Explorer socks, not just, you know, sitting around in a boat top. Vasco de Gama. He wore them when he, he went underneath. Uh, basically, no one had ever done it before. He was the first guy to sell underneath Africa. Oh, oh he 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 love Vasco de Gama. Yeah. Remember his band, de Gama Rama? Oh, no! Oh, he's rubbing off on him. Pop me out of my misery. Call us up. 
over boots, jumper pants. What is your improvised fashion concept that might just take off? You know what those gurus like. One triple three five three. with desire here and get this around the nation. We're talking fashion today oh, because, yeah. you know, we're wondering if, uh, you know, jumper pants are just five minutes ago. You know what they say? Yeah, well, I've, I've volunteered to uh, to wear everything that we talked about before all at once for a photo on the uh, on the website. So well, maybe we can add some more. Oh, yeah. More ideas. Some listeners have got some ideas. I'll uh, chuck them on. G'day, Phil. G'day, gents. How are we? Talk through stories of fashion, bro. Yeah, uh, if it's, uh, you're wearing board shorts, yeah, it's yeah. a bit cold, mm-hmm. you can put your socks right up and tuck the board shorts in. Yeah, not too trendy. I don't think you'd be picking up much in them, but... Oh, look, it, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, so you're, 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 basically, you'd have to have footy socks, wouldn't you? Like long socks. Yeah, yeah, long football socks, yeah. And, and your long board... Yep, that's the one. Oh, then yeah. work on a pair of sandals, you're good to go. <laughs> well, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking if you couldn't get sandals, a couple of tennis rackets on the feet. Not unlike your snowshoe thing. Well, that's right. It works well up here in Queensland. So. Uh, what's happening up in Queensland today? Uh, Gold Coast, mate. Beautiful day. I'm sitting oh. in the park down at Burley. Tell me something, Phil. Are you going to be voting one Warwick Kappa when he runs for mayor? <laughs> oh, I think I'll have to look into that. Yeah, yeah well, people are mocking now, but once the campaign takes off... Yeah, that's right. I see him quite regular, actually. He's got some nice snakeskin pants, that guy. <laughs> but isn't he in the meter mode gear most of the time these days? I didn't see that, but uh, he, he does a few other things, but I haven't seen him around lately. Well, we're saying if he's willing to wear that gear full-time, along with a sash that says mayor mm. at all the <laughs> chamber meetings... He's got our vote. We're going to get right behind him. Thank you, Phil, for the Queensland Winter Collection. Hello, John. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you going? Excellent, mate. Uh, what's, your, what's your bit of fashion? Uh, string, but use it as an eye patch. Oh. <laughs> it just appeals to you, doesn't it? Yeah. How, can, how can you have such a great idea and not do it? That's brilliant. Like, I actually don't own any G's, and yeah. I feel a bit weird walking through the wife's drawers. Yeah, yeah. You, you buy yourself a leather one, uh, John. It'd be perfect. It'd be lovely. Lovely little bit of eye patch work there. Well, you just go into a shop and say, can I, uh, I wear your G-strings? Can I try a couple on? And, uh, <laughs> and just put them on your head. Uh, <laughs> you can confuse them, because I wouldn't know whether you're a pirate or a panty snipper. Exactly. <laughs> it can be two things. That's tomorrow's show. Pirate or panty snipper? <laughs> going next, Ed. Siobhan, how are you? Siobhan. Hello, Siobhan. Oh, Siobhan. Calling us from Hillsville with a great idea. Oi. Oh, how are you, Siobhan? That's Ross. Oh, Ross. Oh, Ross. Oh, Ross. Oh, Ross. Oh, Ross. I can't understand the mix-up. It's <laughs> <laughs> an easy mistake to make. What's your idea, Ross? Um, I get uh, cold underfoot down here in Victoria, and I live in a house with floorboards, so I popped down to the local shop to check out the carpeting scenario, and at $38 a square metre, a little out of my budget, uh-huh. so I bought one square metre, mm-hmm. and I cut out two little shoe-shaped bits oh. and stapled a little bit of um, elastic over the side oh. and now I have carpet sandals wherever I go. They are good and uh, yeah, easy to clean. Oh, man, that's brilliant. Give me that. You better go and copyright that right away. I'm picturing, I'm picturing myself wearing all of this stuff at once in the photo. <laughs> Just showing up on stage opening night in Edinburgh. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. With the ultimate Aussie outfit. This is what everyone's wearing down under. Oh, yeah. And launched some half bricks at them. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you, Ross. Hello, Matt. How are you? Oh, I'm good. How are you? Excellent, sir. Uh, your, your fashion tip? Uh, pretty much what I was thinking is um, with your pants, you can put one leg in one end of the, in, in one pan, mm-hmm. turn, turn the other leg inside out, mm-hmm. and put the pan, put the other leg in that pan. The only thing about that, Greg, is um, yeah, you might be in for a bit of a wedgie. Yeah. <laughs> and what you're thinking, Matt, that you can make them, uh, you don't have to wash them for doubly as long. 
Yeah, then all you have to do is, uh, I suppose it's just like the old jocks thing where you used to turn them inside out. You could just, you know, turn one leg inside out, turn the other leg back the other way, and then you've got a pair, new pair of pants. Good on you, Matt. Invert the entire process. Mm. That's right. Yeah. Well, like okay. the old um, foot rock flats film where Walt will turn the jocks inside out and then back the front. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great when the listeners get us on to movies, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that could work. Like Carl Lagerfeld, can you see him wearing that as he uh, gets around? I mean, he is a monster after all. Have you see yeah. him? Corpse. What's going on with the high collars? Well, he's hiding. He's hiding. Is there something going on down there? Yeah, it's like uh, the, um, the drawn together. He's, uh, he's hiding something that, uh, you know, he's, he's got monstrous bits. Yeah, yeah. Tentacles and stuff that come out. I like a pair of socks. Oh, with with the thongs over the, you know. You got to wedge that bit in though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you wear to work as a concreter. What's oh. wrong? Oh right. Really? And one more. There was an episode of Happy Days where once Chachi wore a bandana on his left leg. Yes. And I don't know why that never took off. Oh. <laughs> I've done that. Punky Brewster did it for a while. That's punk and blaster. I've done it. I've done it. I've worn the bandana around the side. Yeah, well. But also, if you get bitten by a snake, you're one step ahead. Yeah, or he's got the blood flow. Millie Vanilli did it for the uh, Blame It on the Rain film clip as well. Yeah. yeah. I saw them last night on Whatever Happened to. And? Uh, I'm going to start one of them. No, one of them is uh, dead. With dead. It. Oh. And the other one has uh, put it, finally put out a record, you know, under his own name and all that kind of stuff. Oh. It actually made me feel sorry for them. <laughs> to the point where I sent them to, I sent them a jumper each, and uh, they're now wearing the same structure. Just point. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank, thank you, everyone. Thank you very much, everyone. Great, great, idea. great ideas. We need to get you into all of those. Yep. And photo. Get it up on the website. Right. There's your poster for Edinburgh. Oh, oh, good ideas. But uh, what have our politicians been forgetting now? Oh dear. They're getting very forgetful. We'll find out next on Get This. <laughs> Breaking up? No, they're not. That's the name of the song here. Uh, Thank you very much. Who have we got here? Greg Fleet. Chappelle turned thirty the other day. Yes, mentioning that. Now, is that a is that a fake up photo oh, of Chappelle yeah. wearing a birthday hat? He's got the, the, the sort of like hilarious pointy, uh, pointy little birthday hat nearby, and with the whistles and everything. Okay, he's got one of those on his face that says. Uh, Please don't put a silly caption on this in Zoo magazine. Yeah, I've, uh, I've plucked a lot of eyebrows in the last five years. And if you'd like to uh, send Chappelle a uh, birthday present, you can do that uh, uh, Chappelle Corby, Kerabogan Prison. Kerabogan Prison. Oh, sorry, Kerabogan Prison. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be uh, uh, And be careful uh, what you send her. Uh, now, John Howard, I mean, uh, it's not often you feel sorry for the bloke, but that whole business of him forgetting the name of the yeah. member. I mean, that's, we can barely remember the names of the people we were just talking to. <laughs> But we're not sitting members, but uh, we do have, I think, in case you missed the footage of John Howard forgetting that uh, person's name the other day, here it is. The candidate in Franklin, Mr Howard? Yes. Her name? The candidate in Franklin, Prime Minister. Like, I support, I support um, uh, all of my candidates. What's her name? Uh, I've forgotten it. Come on, Mr Howard. The candidate for Franklin is... Oh, Bob Dylan. No, come on, John. English. No, it's not John English. It's a woman. Her name is... Mariana. Mariana. No, it's neither of those. I, like, I support uh, all of my candidates. Can you name one of them? Reebok. No, your candidates, the... Flintstones. No, they're... Vegetables. No. Shorts. Wrong again. Fruitlips. Mr. Howard, can you recall your own name? Yes. Well, what is it? Well? Uh, I've forgotten it. Mr. Howard, I'll give you one final chance. The candidate for Franklin is... Bad for the environment. All right. Well, not as good for the environment. Okay. Too okay. much electricity and okay. uh, interferes with marine life. All right, Prime Minister. Uh, like, I support all of my... Vegetables. <laughs> Made the time of week come out of me, I think. Okay, important to know. Oh, During the lunch hour, 